Hey, how you doing, everybody? What is going on? Welcome to our next episode of the Premiere Podcast. We are officially into our Screamathon. You know, all the spooks, all the scares, all the horror movies you love to talk about that we love to talk about. And uh, today we do have, uh, uh, for one, we have a lot of appreciation for the people that answered our questions about, uh, you know, scary movies that they thought were worthy for us to mention. So thanks, everybody, that did contribute to that. Uh, Ethan, how you doing today? Oh, you know, little Wayne, I'm doing pretty good there. Nice, nice. Glad to hear. <laughs> love, I'm the, glad love, to that, hear. love that introduction. One of the, the famous lines. Oh. But uh Bar no, for I'm, bar. I'm doing pretty good. It's a it's a Friday and it's getting late now. I mean It is seven thirty nine. It is seven thirty nine, but it looks like it's ten o'clock. Where did the summer go? That's true. Right yeah. into spooky season. <laughs> <laughs> I uh that's where it all went, dude. All the sunshine gone. It's over. We will never see it again. You just looked at me like I just like you just you just looked at me like like you actually saw a ghost behind me. What is the screamathon? I that is true. We do have uh, uh, we have several ghosts in our recording studio. They uh, they do keep me up at night. A lot of they don't. That's not true. I made that up. That's okay. I mean, we all have our demons. That's true. Some are around us. Some are down the road. Some are down the road. <laughs> Sleep paralysis gang. Where are you at? But anyway, Ooh, not here because it's not sleep time. <laughs> but uh, anyway, enough of this crappy intro. No, no, we are we are excited to have you guys here this week, the second night of the Screamathon. This week we're going to be talking about classic Halloween movies, some that you guys brought up on our Instagram poll there, and we just kind of want to discuss them. If it's like movies that you should watch this Halloween season. Whether you've seen them before or seen them not, should you watch it every Halloween? There. Exactly, and we do. Uh, the way we're grading these things is we do. We're gonna go through this list of movies that once again our beautiful listeners have provided. Uh, mostly, uh, some of us were our input, but basically, we got. You're gonna sell it, you're gonna rent it, or you're gonna buy it, and we're gonna go. Th- we're not gonna spend a too a lot of time on each of these movies. We do have a ton, but. Let's, uh, just so the fans understand, I think you have a, just a better, a better way of explaining this than I do. When we say buy, sell, or rent, what are we getting at exactly? Yeah. So for buy, if you want to buy a movie, this is a movie that I think if you have not seen that you should watch this Halloween movie, or it could potentially be one that you should watch every Halloween there. Sell is a movie that, Hey, not worth your time. Move on. Throw it. Throw it away. Put it in the yard sale. Or let some other scrub once, buy it on the Saturday garage sale. Sorry, I spoke over you. Oh no, no. I was just <laughs> sorry. I was just cementing that sell means it's bad. That yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna throw it in the yard sale. You know, throw yeah. up a sign on the street corner so some some unknowingly uh, unsavvy buyer buys your crappy movie. And for me, this is like your one time watchers. It could still be a good movie, but if you don't want ever want to watch it again, for me, it's a sell. Could be different for you. And then renting is where you don't quite know. You're kind of in between uh, there. And we don't want too many rents, but there's a couple where we'll kind of give some explanations for if we decide to rent it or not. Would would buy the Blu-ray DVD, but would not, uh, or excuse me, would not buy the Blu-ray DVD, but would get it from Blockbuster for a weekend kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah don't, you're ashamed to kind of have it in your cabinet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you'll yeah. watch it at the Red Box. But you'll watch it, yeah. You'll be like, well, I got nothing else going on. So, well, let's get into it. I'll I'll ask you kind of the, the first one here. One that I think, I think this was the first 
kind of scary movie that I remember watching. Um, like, now, is it like it like in your whole life, like as a child? Yeah, or like particularly like where I'm like I was in a group and I knew I was going to watch a scary movie. Now there's been a couple editions of this movie, and I think you can talk about either one. But let's start with it. It ah, really? Okay, all right. The older ones, the one yeah, the, yeah, the older ones, yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, but I think they all kind of. I know they're different, but I, I kind of lump them together. They're pretty, you know, the, it's the franchise, right? You know, good old Pennywise, your favorite sewer clown. So do you buy, sell, or rent? Uh, for, actually, for me, uh, who is pretty, I'm pretty unforgiving when I feel like when it comes to the horror movies. But it, it for me, to be quite honest, I think we're starting off strong. For me, it is a buy. I do, uh, I did, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. And I think it's uh, it's a fun premise, uh, if you know what I mean. But it's a that's for me. That's a solid buy. I think I think it's a good either one. You can't go wrong with. Uh, to be quite honest, the the more time goes on, the actually let me put it this way. I think the effects, like movie effects, how they have progressed, do it a lot of favors. <clears throat> with the premise, excuse me, with the premise being you know a scary clown basically that imitates your own fears but it's a good one can't go wrong if you're picking for a holiday i think that's a controversial pick for me i know a lot of people didn't like the new one but it's it's a buy i agree i i think for me it is a buy too i just think it's one that encompasses a halloween movie and a scary movie together i think it's like halloween night what movie are we gonna watch let's throw on it it's got everything clown costume Mm mm-hmm and it's scary. Mm-hmm. And even if it's you watch the old one, it's not that scary. But you feel like you're. It's Halloween night yeah. when you're watching it. So. It is kind of iconic. The opening scene, you know, a little kid. I forget. I'm sorry. I forget the little kid's name. But the little kid in the yellow jacket, you know, losing his losing his thing down the rain gutter as it flows away, and you know, we'll all float down together. So big buy for me. Um, if you've already seen, it, you may necessarily not have to watch it every year. But if you have not seen it. I think if you want to say you've watched a Halloween movie, you need to watch it. Yeah, that's uh, that's a buy, easy one. Moving on to uh, number two, let's see here, and I think this is going to be another, uh, perhaps for one of us, a hot take. But what are your thoughts on Signs? Signs, we're we're starting off really strong here for me personally. I think Signs is a buy. A buy, okay. I buy Signs. To me, this is the perfect group watch movie i think this is one that will capture everyone's attention filmed a little differently and i really like joaquin phoenix in this movie i think he does a really good job why well, i it's a, it feels so maybe just because i associate signs with scary movie three and i associate joaquin phoenix with like really good movies and i just for some reason like those two like Scary Movie Three and Walking Phoenix just come to my mind every time I think of signs. I'm like, wait a minute, that's that that can't be right. Media and entertainment has ruined this movie for you. This is true, yeah. So I, is uh, it, are you selling? Oh, I I don't like signs. I'm selling. Interesting. This is my t- and I know once again I know that's a hot take. I think I think I know signs is not supposed to be an in your face scary movie the whole time. I know it's supposed to be suspenseful. I think that movie got me to. Let me see. Let me try to think. I'm trying to think of the exact time in the movie when it actually got me to jump scare a little bit is when they first see the demon like on top of the house or not the demon, whatever they're fighting, the alien. 
I think that's the only time I actually kind of jumped the first time I watched it. First time it like caught my attention. From there on, I science to me was not was not a fun watch. I don't know. And I don't. Yeah, I, I think signs is it's kind of leaning on to me with it with like the nostalgia factor. I think when you're younger and you watch signs for the first time, mm-hmm. you really get scared and you get or not extremely scared, but just enough. You're nervous as a kid. You're like, what? Oh, oh my gosh. You know, but that's. Uh, it, so I think it can bring back those memories. Um, yeah. It is a nostalgia pick. Now, I think, to be quite honest, I think the movie still holds up. I don't think it's aged awfully. Uh, doesn't feel. I mean, obviously, you know, the 2000s. It doesn't feel horribly dated uh, with that particular movie. Just, you know, standard horror. Uh, it is a classic, so. That's why for me, it's like a the perfect group watch movie because I feel like everyone can enjoy it. Mm-hmm. People who don't like scary movies will like signs still. Yeah, it's not a it's not a scary, you know, haunt you in your dreams kind of movie. It's a suspenseful movie that has, you know, it can get your blood pumping. Kind of a, a similar one here. Um The Sixth Sense. I feel like I feel like they kind of came out around the same time. I could be wrong. Um but to me they at least picture wise look like the same quality. Let me let me look that up here. What when they came out? I'll look up. Six, Six Sense came out in nineteen ninety nine. Ninety nine. That's why I was okay. I was like and turn of the millennia, of course. Came out in two thousand two, so just three years apart. Um, to me, they have like a similar cinematography style. That uh, I don't want to say grainy film, but you know, I I would say similar. You know, the the camera. I don't know if it's the same camera they use, but it does look a little similar. I would say at times, if I remember. I think grainy is a good way to describe it. And kind of, I don't know yeah. if that's just because the quality camera they had or the style they were just going for. Because I think it adds. It does, yeah. To both of these. Movies. I think it does add. Now, granted, it's been a very long time since I've seen The Sixth Sense. It's been very long. You know, who could forget the classic line of the kid who's just worried about, you know, that he sees dead people yeah. <laughs> constantly. But it's, uh, I would I would say Sixth Sense is, is a buy. For me, and it feels weird to say that's a buy, and signs is a sell for me. I just remember, you know, I remember the Sixth Sense being a little more interesting. Maybe it's just because you know it's it's Bruce Willis, and you're like, can he help the kid? Uh, but that's uh, that's a buy. That's a buy for you know if you're going for a thrill. Interesting. I, th- I think I'm the opposite. Inter- okay. Why? <laughs> Please explain. I'd love to. I love to hear I think, this. I think I'm a sell. Um, now these, this is a good movie still. But to me, I think then this is why I brought it up with signs because to me, I'm watching one or the other this Halloween season. I'm not watching both, and so I'm gonna watch signs over the Sixth Sense. Okay, that's okay. That's that's true. I think I don't want to call these movies super similar, but I think they invoke almost the same kind of feeling when you're watching them. Yeah. As far as you know, types of scary movies and what they do to your brain. But yeah, that's fair. I think, you know, Signs, Sixth Sense, you know, classics. But it'd be weird if you watched, you know, Signs one weekend and Sixth Sense the next weekend. And so for me, I'm not a big Bruce Willis guy. Um, I mean, we just heard some tragic news. If you want to talk about that. Uh, oh, yeah, really. Um, many people might be aware of this already. You know, Bruce Willis is suffering from dementia. But I believe his question or his condition, excuse me, is worsening. And he's, uh, to quote the news headlines that I've been reading, not completely verbal. I would imagine that means, you know, I'm not a doctor, but I imagine it means having, you know, trouble speaking and informing sentences and such, which is a bummer because uh, Bruce Willis is known for so much more than, obviously, you know, is one of them, but it's a bummer to see that. But 
Uh, get to see him in his heyday in that movie, uh, nonetheless. Uh, interesting, though. Very interesting that we're, yeah. very, we're very opposites on that one. Yeah. And prayers go out to Bruce Willis and his family there. Um, but yeah, I think I think we just flipped. We we wanted to pick one of them, and I'm picking Walking Phoenix over Bruce Willis. It could that's, be the, that's my pick. Could be the recency. That's you know that's as far as like I don't want to call Walking the lead in that one because it was he's also not, it was also uh, Mel Gibson right in the yeah yeah and I I'm picking Mel Gibson too. Mel, oh Mel Gibson and both of those are great yeah and that's a fair take really good actually you know what no no no. Don't switch your opinion. I feel here. bad. Well, because like I, because you you talk me into it, dude. Because I I realize this sounds bad after what we just talked about. You know, all things aside, do wish the best for him. You know, and and those that are uh, needing to take care of him. But I do enjoy Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix more, on average, than our boy Bruce Willis. Unfortunately, now I do think a lot of people are going to think that's a hot take. I think a lot of people will pick Six Sense over it. So, um, if you pick Six Sense. It's a good movie. No shame. Don't blame you for watching it. Yeah. Um, a third one that I want to throw in here that to me this one's always kind of grouped similar to this one but doesn't get as much limelight is The Village. Now, you said you hadn't seen The Village, right? I have not seen The Village. Uh, please uh, explain to our wonderful viewers, so listeners even. The Village to me is like a very similar kind of like that grainy vibe mm-hmm. and like that mystery of like you're trying to figure things out. And I think it has the most interesting ending out of all of them. Okay. But I'm not a fan of the journey, really, with this movie. <laughs> so, okay. Um, you saying the ending of the movie is better than everything else? You know, the in the in the prior parts of it. Well, I think it's a better ending than the Sixth Sense. Okay. And a better ending than Signs. Okay. But I do not like the the journey with the village. Um, even though Walking Phoenix is also in this one, <laughs> uh, I am I'm selling the village now. If you've never seen the village, like honestly, I think you should watch the village. Mm-hmm. Um. If you've watched Signs, you've watched Sixth Sense the past two years, you want something different but similar, watch The Village. Okay. But okay. other than that, sell, pick Signs. Yeah. Or pick <laughs> If we're the putting them all three together, over. that one's the worst one. Yeah. So. That's, that's, <laughs> I love how you went out like, something I want to talk about in this movie that I'm selling. This movie's bad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I, figured, I think yeah. it gets grouped in with those because it is the same director as Signs. Um, what's his name? I'm going to really butcher this, so I apologize. Um, it's M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan, yeah. I didn't know that, actually. I forgot he had done The Village. Um, so, so, great director. I think it brings a similar style, and so that's why, to me, it's a sell for The Village. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's see here. Kind of moving on a little bit. I uh, Thank you once again. I have not seen that movie, but I believe I, I will need to. Uh, thoughts on... Kind of change. Let's just change gears a little bit here. You know, go into the tapping her inner child, Coraline. Get into the Tim Burton films. I think we should talk Tim. about all of them. Yeah. We'll do Coraline first. We'll do Coraline first. Coraline is is a buy for sure. Amen. Coraline is a buy. Yeah, it's creepy. It's like the cool kind of creepy. I'm not a big Tim Burton guy. I but I buy Coraline. Yeah. Because it is creepy, and it just executes really well. I feel like the other ones want to be creepy. But also tell like a good message. Yeah. And I think Coraline probably does too. But to me, it's just so creepy that I can't get past that. It is, no, yeah. It's, um, I don't want to say it, it's like, it's like something really that only Tim Burton, I think, could dream of, uh, could think of is such, uh, you know, just the, you know, the claymation in the movie, the beautiful, but just, 
I don't know. It it does strike this fun, like appropriate tone for kids, but this walks this fine line of like creepy, but pretty so well to me. And I love the dad. The dad gets memed to death of just him typing on the computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, love, yeah I love that scene so much. That where he's just on the that computer. Movie. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's great scene. Right. Yeah. To me, he reminds me of the uh, top hat man or the bowler hat man from a. Uh, Meet the Robinsons. Right. I don't know why. Oh, you know that's a that's a fair enough comparison, there. yeah. <laughs> but no, I I buy Coraline. To me, it's just is a good scary movie for children. Yeah, it and is, yeah. adults will still even be a little creeped out. Yeah, I really, and I think that's an art where you can get you know hit all demographics like that, where it, you just it's just this tightrope act that excuse me this tightrope act that you I feel like Coraline nails, and I don't praise movies very often, but I think Coraline is, is a fun movie, a very fun. Spooky movie for this time of year, for sure. So another Tim Burton film then for you, Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride. I don't like Corpse Bride as much. Now, it probably because, and I apologize, I have not watched all 500 of these. That's an exaggeration. I have not watched all these movies that we have compiled here today before this podcast. Some of these, it's been a very long time, Corpse Bride being included. I just remember. Now, to me, Claymation is always really cool. I love when artists can can do stuff like that, and it comes through like that in cinema. I think that's really talented. I think that's really neat. But I I don't know. The Corpse Bride was just maybe I wasn't the right demographic as a kid, but it uh, I don't know. It just I I don't know. I don't know what the movie's about. Really, it's been so long. I forgot. Isn't it about the relationship? Well, it's about the relationship, but like yeah. I don't I don't know what you know. Are they dead? Are they not? You know, like what's going on? Now, fun movie if you're a kid, for sure. But I, I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't really add a lot for me. To me, it's just too similar to A Nightmare Before Christmas and Coraline with the animation style mm-hmm. that I don't really want another one. <laughs> if that <laughs> That's makes good. sense. You made so, it and we're good. We so can I, keep I'm it there. selling Corpse Bride just because it's the last one of that Tim Burton claymation animation style that I would watch. To me, it's like the it's similar to like James and the Giant Peach, where you're like, I have good memories of that, and then you go back and watch it. And I do. I watched watch James it. and the Giant Peach so much as a kid, and I don't think it holds up well at all. No, and that's not in these days. No, although, unfortunately, watching Corpse Bride again, it it might honestly have the most heartfelt story out of all of Tim Burton's films, and so maybe that's for me. It just doesn't fit for Halloween because it's too heartfelt. <laughs> this kind of Romeo and Juliet vibe they got, or more or less kind yeah. of vibe they got going on. So. But yeah, uh, also a sell for me, unfortunately. I, I, to me, I, I feel like, and I don't know why, I just, I'm a little more lenient on animation because I just feel like a, more work goes into an animated movie like that. Oh, credit to the animators, but for sure. Story just, just doesn't do it for me. So let's but, finish off the Tim Burton's. Oh. Or the Tim Burton. The, the uh, Tim Clay Burton, animation. yeah, Clay Animations, yeah. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh. <laughs> I'm buying that twice, dude. Buying that twice, okay. Of course, I, uh, I to me it's just such a creative idea, and I love Jack Skellington's design. Obviously, like who doesn't? But also shout outs to the person in the neighborhood over who has a twenty foot tall Jack Skellington uh, statue inflatable thing in their yard. Looks really cool. I don't know your name. I don't want to give away your address. That'd be kind of weird. But they live next to Lee. Shout outs to that to that family. Looks great. But I think it's a it's a cool premise. Um, just very creative on you know the simple but fun story it it is, and then you know the animation once again just looks really cool. So it's fun. 
fun okay. movie. This is my first rent. Okay. Is Nightmare Before Christmas. And I agree with you about everything no that you way. said. Rent on but this it's a one. rent for me because if we're watching it at Halloween, we're not watching it at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> is is it a Christmas movie? Is Nightmare Before Christmas a Christmas movie? I think it could be either one, but we're not watching it for both. <laughs> Who's watching it for both? People watch Who it. Who has for done both? that? If you have watched that movie once for Halloween, once for Christmas, good for you. Okay? It's a free country. So far, express your right to do that. So okay. far. <laughs> That's uh now to me I I think it is a Christmas movie cuz you know he becomes a better person at the end of the movie but just I'm I'm so surprised how anti you are being like only watch it once a year. Well, <laughs> you get just, one holiday. Well, that's it. They're so quick to each other. You know, Halloween and then Christmas like we watch it within a month. Every year. <laughs> a month. Who's watching this in November? Dude, people start watching Christmas movies right after Thanksgiving. That's true. How could I forget one of my old roommates who started playing Christmas music in September? So I do think this movie is really great. I think it's a cool concept. And I think it's one of Disney's most iconic characters. For sure, yeah. Um, So I highly recommend this movie. If you've not seen it, turn your TV on right now and stop watching, listening to this podcast and watch Nightmare <laughs> Before Christmas. But remember, you can't watch it. For Christmas, if you're watching it for Halloween, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that that's to me why it's like a rent. Like I want to buy it as a Halloween movie, but I'm not going to put it in my Christmas list, so I'm going to rent it so Dang. I can kind of play both cards. There. Wow. Okay, I'm going to remember this in two months when we go over Christmas stuff. Well, I'm not going to watch it this October because <laughs> I think it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay, fair which enough. is why I rent. Fair so. enough. Yeah, and yeah, to kind of go back to like the rent is like there's an appropriate time to watch this kind of thing. Uh, which might be more select than, you know, in general. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, let's, get, let's get into some that you know more about that I don't. So I kind of want to let you kind of take the show on these ones. No, I think you're the resident expert for stuff like this, man. Uh, Poltergeist. I've Poltergeist. never seen this movie, so I think he, you are the expert here. I, uh, I, did, I did like, I, uh, now, my mom likes Poltergeist. And she... Made me watch it once, I think. Convinced me to watch it once. Anyway, uh, Poltergeist is cool. Uh, it's the classic trope, you know, of, you know, this house is... And I, I don't feel like this is a spoiler, because this is such a common, you know, common theme. Well, you can't spoil a movie that was made in the 80s. <laughs> Dude, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you unless, have, unless you're under the age of 18. I love the people you that... You had your chance. <laughs> there was like... <laughs> Remember when Infinity War was coming out and Endgame was coming out and people, it was like a year after those movies had come out and people were still being, saying, spoiler warning when they would yeah. talk about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, this movie came out you a your year chance. ago. Yeah, if you, if you have a spoiler now, totally your fault. But uh, the classic trope of a home being on a, you know, a Native American burial ground, you know, that, that never goes well. But Poltergeist is cool because it's not... I I do think there I do give credit to horror that's not so like in your face bombastic like you know over the top kind of thing, um, and Poltergeist is it does have a, a pretty dramatic you know big finish to the movie, but it's not uh, it's it's not overly gory it's not you know overly sinister it's uh, it's a movie that I think a horror movie that you know your whole family can watch, and that's. It's a fun one. It's a fun one for sure. I believe uh, 
Our boy Craig T. Nelson is the lead in that one. Let me fact check that. Yeah, one. he is. Is he? Okay. Uh, and it's a Steven Spielberg. I didn't know that. Yeah, directed by Steven Spielberg. So, you know, Steven, Steven Spielberg proving he is the master of, you know, multiple multiple genres, I think, with this movie. So, uh, for me, Poltergeist, Pol- excuse me. For me, Poltergeist is a buy. I think you can't go wrong in watching that movie. Uh, for sure, for Halloween, I think any time of year, it's it's not a bad movie either. It's yeah. it's the cool kind of it's the fun kind of scary. I think that anyone can can sit down and watch and not close their eyes, but still be scared. I've never seen this movie. I'm shocked. Is it's rated PG? Do you feel like that's an appropriate rating for it? Yeah, I think there's some mild language, but nothing is very graphic. It's just. I guess that's one thing where you know how things get rated and one of the things you see is frightening scenes. Yeah. And you're like, well, everything is a frightening scene. But I think, yeah, it's a, it's a frightening scene, but it's not over, it's it's not bloody or gory, uh, not a ton of explicit, you know, sexual content or anything. So I think PG is good. PG is good, right? Mm-hmm. Would you say it kind of like it's one of the original horror films that like kind of showed like the baseline for the genre? Uh, to I, me, I just don't know much. Horror has very long roots. I feel like, you know, silent movies is where horror movies started. It, you know, like, you know, obviously like, you know, uh, Frankenstein, uh, Dracula, uh, Nosferatu, you know, those kinds of, those kinds of guys. Uh, but I would say, <clears throat> excuse me, it is, uh, obviously not modern cause it was in the eighties, but I think it is a very good, con- um, movie that has just stood the test of time. Okay. Which not a lot of horror movies can do, I think so. Interesting. But anyway, yeah. So, excuse me. Buy, <laughs> buy that one. Buy. Yeah. It's just, it's just one that I've heard about that I've never seen. So I guess I'll, I'll need to watch it this Halloween. Um, and sorry to keep putting you on the spot, but there's just another one that I have not. I've heard this movie brought up all the time, but I have never seen it. Uh, the Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. I. I feel weird that I like this movie as much as I do. I don't know why. And I know, you know, every, you know, nerd that thinks they know something about a movie is like, it was so innovative and how they filmed it, you know, this uh, this camcorder style feel. I think that movie had what, like, um, for sure one of the highest grossing indie, or highest grossing indie films of all time as far as, uh, like, how much money they spent on making it and how much it made in box office and stuff like that. You know, very, uh, very good ROI, you know, if you know what I'm saying on that one. But if uh, if you haven't seen Blair Witch Project, that's a cool one. That one is not as family friendly. That yeah, one. Yeah, I did see <laughs> do, the Reddit already yeah, do it. I could see why it's not family Do not take your kids to see that one. But Blair Witch Project, I feel like, Aside from the point of view, you know, the camcorder style that it shows, which I think that movie kind of pioneered, is I think where, for me, most horror movies falter is the ending. There's like, you know, build up, build up, and like the middle of the movie scary. By the time you get to the end of the movie, it's not scary. To me, Blair Witch Project was scary all throughout, which is cool to me. You know, unique, unique premise, unique enough premise, uh, you know, innovative recording style, uh, tense all the way through. That's a buy. It was the 10th highest grossing film of 1999. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised that a horror film would get that high. Yeah. It must be up there. It is an iconic horror film for sure. I mean, I feel like there's some some gems in 99. Granted, the ones that I'm 
saying might be above it. So, um, but that's that's cool. I didn't I didn't know it did that well. It had like a ninety. Th- excuse me, sixty. I just looked it up. Sixty thousand dollar budget for when they filmed it. Dang, they broke the bank. Mm-hmm. They made well over two hundred million. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a big deal movie. Okay. So yeah, that's a buy. That's a buy. Well, thanks for letting me put you on the hot seat there for a bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, let's calm it down a little bit. I feel like feel like Blair Witch is a little bit of an intense movie. Let's go back to Scooby Doo and Zombie Island. Ah, you said we were calming this thing down. <laughs> <laughs> you amped it up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're gonna hate me, and I think a lot of our listeners are gonna hate me. I sell. It's too long. Too wait. That's why you sell it. It's for Scooby Doo. What? It's, it's too, too long. long. I want Scooby Doo to be like thirty minutes, dude. I. I'm, <laughs> it's too long. I'm sorry. It's a movie and not yeah. the TV show. That's. I don't know. When I want to sit down and watch Scooby Doo, I want quick laughs. Find the mystery. It's over. It's just too too long for me. I'm also not the biggest Scooby Doo fan. I like Scooby Doo, but I would not. You wouldn't catch me with any Scooby Doo merch, like a super fan or anything like that. Um, as far as like family Halloween movies go, I'm picking other movies. <laughs> I might watch like an episode. I think I watched this with my parent. Well, I think my mom in the movie theater, and it was really. I think looking back on that, I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't even know this movie came out oh, in man. theaters. Didn't it? I thought it did. Well, I don't know. I didn't. See I'm it. sure it, it had to have. You did. I did. Yeah. Uh, oh, this, did you? Just... We're talking about Zombie Island, right? Yeah, Zombie Island. Yeah. Let's see. It could be. Maybe it was just one of those things where they just you know put it in like regional theaters. Kind oh, of that could be it. Um, or even just like Regal, just put it in for a week. Yeah, or something. I might be once again very long time. But back then, people, movies came more. No, it did. It did go to theaters. Man, it made one hundred and sixty-five million in box office with a budget of ten million. So as as a kid, when I, you know, when your favorite cartoon got this one-hour special or this movie made about it, my ten-year-old mind would lose it. Do you just not like cartoons that you watched as a kid being turned into movies? No, there's certain ones I would love watching in movies. So this one, you just like how dare how dare this <laughs> be longer than thirty minutes? A little minutes. lower on the list for me. <laughs> Um, I'd rather have like Tom and Jerry turn into a movie. Okay. Or Which like it was. But... The Jetsons. The Je- <laughs> that'd be a great, that'd be a funny movie. Now, I do think people like Scooby-Doo way more than the Jetsons overall. I think I think he is higher, I think he's more beloved in the hearts of Americans, yes. For me, it'd be more like a Justice League animated movie or a two-parter. Okay. Pokemon movie. Yeah. Those are my kind of my cartoons that I want into a movie. I, like I said, it's my hot take. Okay. I just want 30 minutes. <laughs> I just want 30 minutes. <laughs> but please tell us the joys of this movie. You know, I, um, you know, Scooby-Doo, you know, the the typical stuff that they get up to, you know, the, the hijinks, the shenanigans they get into. I do think some people probably watch this every year. Well, for sure. Uh, to me, this is a rent, by the way. I don't think it's that spectacular. You're or were you always I never said bye. Oh, okay. I think this is one right where, where I do rent it, where it's, you know, fun to see. You know, I, I watched a ton of Scooby-Doo as a kid. But now... Scooby-Doo, Zombie Island, cartoons, or live-action? Do you like the live-action Scooby-Doo's? As a movie. As a movie. I prefer the live-action. When were they not a movie? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Compared to the animated. I think the animated's are better, but I just, I don't know. 
Okay. The live actions are okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think do love my I think boy, uh, what's his name? Freddie, Freddie Prince Jr., I think is his name. The, uh... The actor that plays, um, Fred. Is that his name? I believe so. I only, I feel... Yeah, yeah, Freddie Prince Jr., because he's Prince also Jr. in She's All That. Okay. Um, honestly, Freddie Prince Jr., let's make a comeback. <laughs> I, I was surprised you went with him, because I feel like, uh, Matthew, uh, Ma- Matthew Lillard. Is... I don't like that guy. What? What? Well, you know, this is insane to me. Holy to cow. To me, he just has the most punchable face. Right next to Leonardo DiCaprio. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio. Leonardo DiCaprio thinks a little more appropriate somehow. I'm sure he's nice if you met him. I just, okay, so this guy, first off, those two are always in the same movies. <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. and um, Matthew Lillard. I do, I'm just so shocked. You don't <laughs> you like Freddie Prince, but not. I think it's because Matthew Lillard just plays <laughs> the douchebag guy usually. He does With the not. exception of this movie, he plays Shaggy. <laughs> in other movies, <laughs> he plays him. <laughs> and so when I see him, even in Scooby-Doo, I'm like, douchebag. Dang. <laughs> Dang. So, uh, he's been typecast. And no love for a boy. And I can't get past that. Wow. I uh granted this is probably the most I've ever talked about this actor. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a new discovery about yourself. You're like, wow, I really don't like <laughs> Wow. I'm I'm a little blown away. Dang. A lot blown away, I shall say. Well, let's bring him up again. Okay. All right. Let's bring him up again because he's oh, you, he's in the horror you're, films. You're not you're not going where I think you're going, are you? Oh, we're going Scream, baby. Scream. The Halloween movie. The this is true. as far as like costume. Like I feel like costume. for like the millennial generation, that is the Halloween. Halloween. Oh my gosh! For the millennial generation, that is the Halloween movie for sure. I feel like people know the plot of Scream without even knowing seeing seeing Scream at all. Yeah, that's how you know it's an icon. So, fun fact: I remember being in a Target, I think, or Walmart. <laughs> Did you have anyway? And I was walking around. And I got lost somewhere. I was probably looking for like the toy aisle or something. And I like. I was looking around. I was like, where's my dad? And I go down this one aisle, and my dad, you know, being the master of disguise and surprise that he is, I was, I was, I had to been like five or six or something. Oh, let's see. Hang on. Scream came out in 2000. I was at least five, <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> okay. Uh, Scream 2 probably came out right after. So, But I, I was lost in, I think it was a Target or something anyway. And I walk around the corner going to the next aisle, which I guess was part of the Halloween section. And my dad had a Scream mask. And my dad has never seen Scream. My dad will never watch Scream. But my dad was wearing the Scream mask, and he scared the crap out of me, man. <laughs> like, I, I screamed and ran away. <laughs> I remember that. This is great. I, that's, that is for sure a core memory. I love you, Dad. That was, one of, <laughs> that was a funny time. That was a good one. So I think, to me, before I ever saw Scream, it was burning in my memory, that mask. Because <laughs> of what my dad scared me in Target. So what, what does that make you do? You, you want to buy it, sell it because of that experience? I, To me, the Scream franchise as a whole is weird because they... I don't know if the word is impressive of how they hype themselves up in the movies. How they It's like all this self... It's all this propaganda for Scream in the Scream movies. Because the original Scream killers get put on this pedestal. They're kind of glorified. And to me, it's weird to glorify the horrible killing, murderous people like that. What? It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hot take, murder is bad. Yes, very I bad. think that's... Now, the original Scream movie, I think, is is a buy. I think overall as a franchise, it's just odd that it gets glorified. It gets kind of, you know, the, the, the serial killers that become, you know, 
that take on that persona get put on this kind of pedestal. And I think it's weird to, to, I don't know, almost idolize that kind of thing. Okay. So you're selling the franchise, but you're buying the first movie. Is that what I'm getting? I would say rent the franchise. I'm going to buy the first movie. Okay. Yeah. I only really remember the first movie. I've seen some others. Didn't really care for them. But I did like the first one. The first one's classic, yeah. And I'm going to buy it because I feel like Scream is like the classic what you think of a horror movie where it's like, you idiot, don't go there. You know. Oh, it's got all the perfectly executed tropes. Like, what? You're going outside. That's obviously the killer. Don't go down there. <laughs> and so I think because of that. He's I, not actually dead after you stabbed him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what? No way. <laughs> yeah. And that's why it's a buy for me because I think it gets the audience engaged mm. by doing things like that. Because it gets you talking about it. Like, why would they do that? You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I don't know. To me, that's what a horror movie is all about. And that's why I buy it, because you get bought in by each character's decision. For some reason, you care that they made the wrong Yeah, choice. that's. I was about to say that, yeah, because I feel like most, you know, other horror movies pretend to have, you know, different character arcs or, you know, different subplots or very small subplots. But Scream, you're, you're kind of invested on how each character is living that or trying to survive that experience. And I think it does it does do that better. So, yeah, definitely buy um yeah, I probably won't watch any of the others in the franchise. Sorry, Marco. Move it yeah, on. our boy Marco, I know you love this. You put this in your top movies. We'll talk about that more later on. Yeah, well, don't worry. We'll get to that. Um, I have not seen the new one. You're not safe. And I'm actually kind of excited to see that one because I really like, what's her name? Jenna Ortega. Yeah, I always get her and Olivia <laughs> Rodrigo confused. <laughs> I <get her. laughs> so I was looking at Oh, because they look so similar, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Wednesday. That's the only reason I am I am gonna watch Scream Five. Fair or enough. six. Six. Six, yeah, six. Or she's in five too, right? I don't think so. I could be wrong. I don't think she's in Let us know in the comments. Yeah, James let us know or... if we're wrong, but Um, we are. She is in Scream Five. <laughs> is she actually? Yeah, it's just Kyle's scream. Oh, I just—I probably out. associate Unless that. Google's lying to me. With, uh, I believe Scream Five before came out before Wednesday came out, and I associate Wednesday with the rise in popularity of Jen Ortega. So I totally spaced you in Five. I'm sorry, everybody. No, it's okay. I haven't seen them. No need to apologize. I, I sold Scooby Doo, so you were fine. <laughs> you sold that which was sacred. So you are, you are a okay. <laughs> Trust me, I am public enemy number one, and let's make me more of an enemy. Here we go. Depending on which one I want to kill <laughs> your dreams with yeah, first. Yeah, <laughs> now, now you're like plotting and scheming over there. You're just waiting to, to ruin my day. All right. Let's get to the Disney classics. Oh, dear. And this is, again, one where this might be a good movie, but I'm picking one over the other. I don't think you saw either of these two, so I'm going to kind of take the ropes on this one. Halloween Town. I've never seen Halloween Town. I remember seeing commercials for it as a kid. I think it's a Disney Channel movie. Yeah, yeah, I think I believe it is. A, yeah, it should be a Disney Channel movie. And it should stay a Disney Channel. <laughs> it's one where you should not go back and watch it because you remember it better as a child. I don't know, man. I think I think Halloween Town just has this grip on people where it 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 was that fun corniness that you know Disney Channel movies were known for. 
And they set out to make a Disney Channel Halloween movie. And gosh darn it, they looks like, because I've never seen it, they made a gosh dang Disney Channel Halloween movie. So I'm imagining they nailed with, you know, the kind of feel they were going It for. is a better higher end Disney Channel movie, I will say that. Is it? Okay. Um, and I, I think, because I was debating between this one and Hocus Pocus of which one to buy. Okay. And I think I'm actually going to switch. I think I'm going to buy Halloween Town. you buy Halloween Town? I think, well, I also just think boys will like Halloween Town more as a whole. It looks more appealing to me, and it did back um, then as well. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just not into Hocus Pocus. It's so, I, now that's, that's going to get you crucified, you know, but the Hocus Pocus just looks. So I'm selling Hocus Pocus. Cool. Yeah. And I'm buying Halloween Town. Fair I, enough. I I think if you wanted to watch now I'm not picking any of these movies to watch but if I'm at a party and these are my options I am screaming Halloween no, I'm screaming please now Hocus Pocus two no dude I am renting don't do <laughs> I am renting Hocus Pocus two them in the future not understanding technology is hilarious <laughs> and this is a spoiler. Not that we haven't spoiled some of these other movies. This is probably the biggest spoiler. But the fact that the Roomba saves the day <laughs> is the best part of that movie. And for me is why I am renting it. Yeah. <laughs> Just to watch the Roomba be the star of the show. So what it is, Leap, is like there's like this spell. Okay, so originally they come into the world or get unlocked. Kind of yeah. like a genie kind of thing. I mean, okay, um, all right. And they run into this this um, Roomba. That's this person's house, and it just mm. keeps following them because they keep on leaving like dust and old, you know, dirt behind. Okay. And so it just keeps going and cleaning it up. And then it kind of gets lost in the movie. You see it again. Comes up. They're like, "Oh, it's following them still." And then at the end, the bad guy puts the witches in this circle of like, "You cannot use your magic in the circle." Okay. <laughs> and so they're like losing their powers. They're gonna lose everything. And then, lo and behold, the Roomba comes <laughs> and eats up, I think it was like salt on the ground. Cleans the, it just cleans it up. Cleans the circle they and drew. And the fact the... that that mattered is why I'm renting it. <laughs> I'm, to me, it was like the milk machine in the TMNT movie, <laughs> the mutant mayhem. <laughs> the whole movie was the build up for that one joke. It paid off. <laughs> the payoff was huge. So I'm renting. I wish you guys could see how serious Ethan got as he started explaining all Hocus Pocus 2. It's hilarious. I, I don't know. Hocus Pocus 1, I don't think I'm the audience, but Hocus Pocus 2, there's moments like that that okay. All I right. could manage watching that at a party. Fair enough. Okay. All right. Uh, my sister, Catherine. Sorry, I know you really like Hocus Pocus. <laughs> but I'll watch number two with you. <laughs> I'll watch number two. <laughs> Giving you just straight how it is. The sequel better than the original. That never happens. Now, I think most people will say... Original is better. <laughs> let's not get, let's get that straight. <laughs> the Roomba, the Roomba is better. <laughs> point taken. Point taken. Hereditary. I Ooh. feel like that's a movie that you just hear and it sounds scary. I've never seen it because of that. What's your thought? If you if you don't like horror movies, never watch that movie. Do not watch it. And not that it's... It kind of is. Let me not say that. That movie is is intense. And it's unsettling in all the... In all the... In all the ways. I won't even say all the right ways. It's unsettling. And so that's one where if if horror is your thing, you know, and you and you like 
more psychological. Actually, you know, it, it's got it's got violence. It's got a lot in there. It's got a lot of kind of disturbing stuff. So if if horror is your thing, if hardcore horror is your thing, must watch. Hereditary is well done as far as that genre goes. Well done movie, I would say. Uh, A24, you know, puts, can put out some bangers. Actually, so you, you actually, buying? Hang on. Did A24 produce Hereditary? I believe it did. I just want to make sure. Okay, yeah, they totally did. Sorry, just want to make sure. It's been a little while. Get credit where credit's due. <laughs> uh, that one... That one to me, I'm I'm renting, because that one is just it's kind of a lot for me. Okay. So now, like I said, as far as horror goes, it's you know, it is the upper, the upper tier, the upper echelon of horror. But it is, uh, yeah, if you're like a casual movie goer or don't like scary movies, I would not watch that movie. <laughs> it's like a once every few years kind of movie. Yeah. Not every like, year, but like I don't watch it, and I. Like I watched, I watched it, and I wasn't like, "Oh my gosh, that was awesome!" I was like, "Oh my gosh, what did I? What am I? Why did I?" <laughs> so that now, is, uh, last week we talked about how you should watch a movie, like prepare for a scary movie. Who could forget? And we kind of talked about group size, but one thing we forgot to talk about was that Lee likes to watch horror movies by himself. I think we addressed that another. Oh, did we? Or, or not in the last episode? I think we talked about it because I was like. Because we were preparing, you know, for Screamathon, and we were like, "Okay, we're gonna watch movies on this night and this night." And I said, "Okay, I'll catch up on these," and it became clear that I watched scary movies by myself. Well, I didn't know if we talked about that on the so, podcast, though. Uh, let let the audience know. I thought we did in a previous episode. Anyway, I. But uh, yeah. would you watch Hereditary by yourself? Uh, I would again. I, I would, again. You've I already would, watched this yeah, one by yourself. I would again. I would most. To be quite honest, most. I, most scary movies I have watched by myself. Okay. That I have seen because not a lot of my friends will want to go to. I shouldn't say not a lot of my friends. It's very once in a while that there's a movie that, you know, a group of friends and I will want to go see together. Doesn't happen too often. And, you know, not everyone likes scary movies and that's okay. But I, I would watch it again. I just say rent because I feel weird if I'm going back to it and enjoying it. <clears throat> So <laughs> yeah, I will just so I don't want to buy it. I would just say rent because if you if you enjoy horror, watch it. If you are kind of a sissy, and I say that like I'm a sissy. When so I say don't be sissy, afraid if you guys are sissies. When I say sissy, when it comes I mean to horror and I mean scary movies. Normal person is what I mean by that. That's just, those are synonyms. I would not. That one's that one's unsettling enough to where I and uh, yeah, unsettling and almost kind of disturbing enough where I would say yeah, maybe not. Okay. So. Yeah. So, rent. rent. I will stay clear then. Right. <laughs> I I've heard about this movie and now I know not to watch. So thank you. And if I'm overdoing it, anyone listening, let me know. But to me, that that movie really just made this weirdly lasting impression on me. I think if someone so. thinks that you're overdoing it, they must be really tame with horror movies. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that clear. So if you're thinking Lee's overdoing it. You might be really good at handling scary <laughs> movies. Just saying. But uh, moving on. I feel bad. I feel like all the ones I want to talk about, I'm just going to dumpster on. <laughs> uh, that, hey, this is our podcast. If you guys want to hear good things about your favorite movies, start your own podcast. It's your fault. You have bad taste. Monster House. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hard sell. <laughs> Hard, Hard sell. sell. Monster House. Maybe it's because I only watched this one on Cartoon Network as a kid, <laughs> and it scared me. But I think it's Monster House get really yeah as a kid. Interesting. That's probably why I have dreams of like always being chased and murdered in like houses. <laughs> Monster might House might be related to Monster House. I would not be surprised if it connected. I also just hate the animation in the way that I hated the people in Teenage Mutant oh, Ninja Turtles. Mayhem. They just okay. look weird. It is, side note: It's weird how often we've come back to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Oh, it, go, it gets podcast. higher and higher on my list. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> the every, more I think about the movie, about it, I'm like, maybe I should have liked it more. <laughs> I bet, part of me doesn't want to watch it again because it's growing in my mind <laughs> how good it was. <laughs> like Paul Rudd's character, yeah. you got to go, bro. You got to go, bro. He's <laughs> just so good. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, selling Monster House, and I think it's because it actually scared me, and so I don't want to go back. Okay. So, all right. It's a, it's a sissy sell. It's that's, a sissy. Sissy. that's a that's okay. I, I'm surprised of all the movies that are on here. That was the one uh, in animated movie that uh, that scared you as a kid. As a kid. That's fair. And so I think, but if I watched it now, I'd probably be like, "Oh, I was the worst. <laughs> How could I not handle this?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you're you're as a kid, you know, you're you're young, your mind is feeble and weak. I like horror. Horror movie commercials would scare me and keep me up as a kid. So I, I was I was a sissy. And now I'm just slightly less of a sissy. I'm very curious on these horror commercials. All I thought about was like the Jake Just Take Farm when there's like a noise going down downstairs. I love that and one. Mom was like, yeah, that got me too. <laughs> Khakis. <laughs> what about you? Okay, so I'm, I'm biased selling because I was scared. I <laughs> What's your take? I, uh, I remember Monster House... You know, it's a movie about two, like, I don't know, 12-year-old boys. And me, you know, a young 12-year-old boy, probably found it relatable and didn't hate it. So I, I guess I, uh, I, to be honest, I don't remember much that happens except that the house attacks them. That's all I That's it. I really <laughs> recall about that movie. It's been a long time. Uh, I'll say, uh, I don't want to say rent again. I don't, I don't imagine myself going out of my way to buy it because i want to watch it for how good it was so i'll just say sell so yeah you know you you said something about the house eating people and i think i know why i was a little scared yeah so across the street <laughs> growing up there is this uh we call him mr joe mr joe you do not step in mr joe's yard do not step in mr. He joe's yard. come out yell at you do not throw a ball and that accidentally bounces in his yard and go and get it Dang. We always got mom to go get it. Because <laughs> Mr. Joe was scary. Dang. He'd come out yelling. Dang. Um, there's so only one time he this. rightfully had a reason to come out and yell, and that was 4th of July when we knocked over the fireworks. <laughs> it went right <laughs> under his car. That's <laughs> the, the, reason the to... only reason. But anytime you saw Mr. Joe, it was scary. You're like, why is he out of the house? Okay. And I think that's why I was scared of Monster House. I think Monster House was Mr. Joe. Mr. Joe. It was Mr. It Joe. It was his house. Yo. So, is he dead? I don't think so. No. And it'd be kind of weird to <laughs> if he was. Like I feel like this would be really sad. <laughs> yeah, I had all and these characters yeah. that we're building here would go away. <laughs> That's. I had all these non-fun memories of this guy as a kid. Anyway, he's dead now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I'll I'll, I'll call my mom. Um, there yeah. to see what's going yeah, on. Check out on Mr. Joe. Granted, he had probably the nicest cut yard I have ever seen in my neighborhood. Oh, oh. it was always pristine. It was always pristine. Props to that guy. 
props. No, no, no props. No props. Oh, bad. It was no. scary. Unprops. Yeah, sorry. Actually, we threw a ball in there. I had to run in there and get it and come out. It was. Did he get you? My mom was there. Oh, oh good. <laughs> my mom's at the day. <laughs> Thanks, mom. <laughs> um, Thanks, Mrs. Thompson. Any others that you want to talk about? Let's see here. Also, we do apologize. We had a couple people put a couple movies that Lee and I had never seen that we felt like we sort of should have seen. This was actually embarrassing when I realized this is. Oh my gosh! I so sorry. They are of course on my list. I'll probably watch them this weekend or something. If I'm being honest. So. But Beetlejuice and Sweeney Todd, two Johnny Depp movies. Love love me some Johnny Depp, man. Um, we sh- we should have seen these. Yeah, this we is, should. This yeah. is our fault. This is our fault, and we are sorry. Um, Let us know how good they are, and how dumb we are for not having seen them. Please. Um, I only have one more that I want to talk about that was here. Is there any others that you want to talk about? Let me look through here. What other what other icons of horror do we have here? While you're looking, I'll briefly put this one up. Uh, Casper, the friendly <laughs> ghost. Which one? Which Casper? I, I, I'm looking at the list too. Just all, all just Casper all in general. The, dude, that song lives rent free in my head throughout <laughs> the year. Casper, the friendly ghost, the friendliest ghost, you know, that lives rent. Like it, I think about that a lot. I just don't verbalize it out loud because I'm like, oh, I should not be. <laughs> Someone can't think, know that I'm thinking about this. So for me, it is a rent. <laughs> okay. Because it was rent free in my head. <laughs> and I don't want to go back and watch it because I have really fond memories of Casper the Friendly Ghost. He's got a couple Christmas movies too. That is true. That is true. Which implies that Casper's a real person <laughs> in the real world. I mean, he was a ghost of someone that died. Well, yeah. Is that ever confirmed? Do we know who he yeah. was? I is mean, we don't know like exactly. I mean, he was Casper. In his past life? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Really? I think they're just named after who they were. Oh. I could be wrong. Oh, you know, you know, I, I, I don't know what you also would be called if you were a ghost. I'm, I'm an idiot. That would make because no he sense. died as a child. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is a kid. Man, I, I guess was, if I were a ghost, I'd be Lee the ghost. That was getting sad. Yeah. I. Man, I okay, I'm buying. I, I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> I'm watching I'm it tonight. <laughs> I think the cool part about Casper is, you know, I, I feel like, you know, ghosts and stuff like that is kind of taboo for kids. But Casper's for kids. He's fun. And yeah, he's fun. I want Casper in my yeah. house. Yeah. <laughs> and so a nice a nice a nice I think it's a nice thought, a nice idea that if Casper were real, you're like, yeah. So Exactly. Mm. A friend that we all need. Mm. He was always there for me. Just, yeah. Just, <laughs> Just trying to be do his best to be a good person in the next life or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but uh yeah, switching, buying, because I'll probably watch it. So Let's end this one off with, I think, a film that most of our viewers, what do we call the people that are listening? Listeners? Viewers? I feel like they're not viewing. Well, they're, they're coming to the premiere. Well, what should we call them? First-time watchers? First, first-timers. The watchers. The watchers. For all you watchers Watchies. out there. Watchies. Watchies. The premies. Uh, like what cheese? The wet cheese? No, Wedgie? what cheese? What cheese? What cheese? Gouda? Say what? What? Wait. What? This is getting out of hand. Um, the concessions. We could call them the concessions. <laughs> or the confessions. All you background characters, as we are relishing in our main character moment on the podcast. <laughs> the last movie I did want to talk about is, and on, we've talked about some classics, and I did want to end on, I can't even say contemporary anymore. It's been so long. The Quiet Place. Ooh. 
So I think that is horror and suspense. Now, now it's, it's tame. It's tamer, I think, as far as the genre goes. But it's not, it's not set out to be, you know, this knock your socks off. It kind of is. It's not set out to be this, you know, grotesque horror film. It's supposed to be a scary thriller kind of thing. Yeah. And scary and horror do not mean exactly the same thing. I will not elaborate. But the I think the the Quiet Place was was a cool story, and Emily Blunt just stepping on the nail. That scene, oh yeah, that scene always gets me. That and the giving birth. That is scary. I'm always how man. Oh, that's bizarre. <laughs> like quietly, how did you do all of that quietly? Did she like shove something in her mouth? I think so. Yeah. But I think the Quiet Place is. An introduction to horror, I would say. And okay. I think it's a movie that non-horror fans can enjoy, too. So, I, to me, I think it also walks that good fine line. You know, cool concept, new concept. And uh, for me, that's a, that's a buy. It's a buy? I okay. Think my place is a buy. Now, it not, not my favorite movie, not my favorite scary movie, but it's a buy. Quiet Place for me, this is an interesting one. Now, I have always been on the record. I like Bird Box better. You have. You have been I on like, the record. I think yes. it's a cooler concept of not being able to see outside. Um, Quiet Place, though, I do think there's some better theatrics. My only thing with Quiet Place that I'm trying to decide upon, because it's a great movie, mm-hmm. and I recommend that if you have not seen Quiet Place, you should see Quiet Place. Just some reason in my mind, I never think of it as a movie I should watch around Halloween time. It doesn't feel like a Halloween movie, yeah. like Maybe or, the sci-fi feel of it, but it doesn't. And that that's why I'm having trouble if I should buy or sell it. Because to me, like, I don't really watch horror movies or Halloween movies unless it's October. Except The Quiet Place. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Ember Box. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Those are the exception because I think they are more thriller-like. So I'm trying to think. I guess I guess I am buying it because I do really like the film. I just watch it in March, you know. <laughs> I think that's my only my caveat. My great movie, um, some very iconic scenes, and also just raising awareness for um, those who can't hear. Always yeah. love to see ASL. Um, that's true. Do love to see that portrayal. Yeah, I'm always more out there. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, definitely buy the Quiet Place. But if you don't have a time to squeeze that in this month, you can watch this one any time of the year. And I'm I'm surprised you would say that I I. To me, I feel like, and this is going to be an odd comparison, but I feel that The shot, Shining, sorry, looking at the list, I feel like A Quiet Place. Uh, Shining is a really cool movie, by the way. That's a buy. It's weird, but it's the cool weird. Been so long since I've seen it, I don't have a take. And did you know that the main actress in the movie, the director made her do that shot where she's walking up backwards, running away from Jack Nicholson over 100 times? They reshot that over and over, and she had to go to, I think, counseling after that because the director was so harsh on her. Dang. Yeah. So, support her uh, and her... I hope she's okay now. Mental health. I think she's fine now, but... I, but I yeah, hope so. It's that been a movie, while. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I've read that that movie took a toll on her mental health because the director was just so harsh on her so they could get the right... Perfection. Yeah, the perfection in it. But, Shining Cool. Anyway, Quiet Place. I compare that to Signs. I think just because of that extra extraterrestrial threat. And to me, you know, both both want to scare you. Not necessarily... Yeah. Yes. Cornfields. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was my only connection between the two. I think those fields. are both movies that it, it feels fine to watch them. You know, them being scary movies 
outside of Halloween. So I'm just surprised, at least in my tiny mind, that Signs, Halloween movie, Quiet Place, not really. I think it's because I first saw Quiet Place not around Halloween. I don't think it came out. I think it came out in summer, like August or something. Yeah. Um, but it's a buy. It's a buy. You Quiet should. Place is a buy. You need to watch a Quiet Place. Good. It's got Oppenheimer. Gosh, the second one does. The second one is Oppenheimer. <laughs> the, Sorry. Is he, I don't think he makes an appearance in the first one. I don't think. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, or maybe think. he does at the very, very beginning. Or one of the flashbacks. Tell us if we're wrong, but I'm pretty sure Ethan is right. Quiet Place 1 better than Quiet Place 2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Quiet Place 2 is still good, though. There's there's more talking in Quiet Place 2. And I'm just sitting there thinking, that's... It's kind of nice. They, they lost their way. It's, it's kind of nice. I mean, you can actually build stuff. Uh, or you can build story. Now, I will say A Quiet Place is the perfect movie to watch with a larger group. Now, last week we kind of talked about six, maybe max. You could watch 15 or 20 people, have 15 or 20 people there for a quiet place, because I feel like everyone just knows to be quiet. <laughs> they just know they have to. You would hope so. And I've only ever seen those movies in a theater, so I don't know what it's like outside of a theater to watch those. With I've only watched it outside. Uh, really? Except for Quiet Place 2. It, okay, so. Well, I mean the first one. We're talking about the first one. Yeah. The first one I have not, I've only seen like at home. In a lounge yeah, yeah. somewhere. It just felt weird that you said I've only both of these I've only seen. Or like all of you yeah, all of them I've only ever seen in the news. I meant to say all the times I've ever seen them. Except for number two. You're on thin ice right now. What? You're on sorry. You're on thin ice right now. So Quiet Place One I have only seen not in theaters. Interesting. Okay. And I feel like people the way that they're told about the movies is no to be quiet. And so that's why I'm okay watching this in very large groups. Because <laughs> you know, if you're making noises and the TV's not making noise, you're a problem. <laughs> so now that for me is an extra buy. That being said, maybe you don't want to watch this with a bigger group of your friends because people are going to talk anyway if you're in a friend group. A theater, it's mutually understood that you should be quiet and I don't care how mad people get at me. To the people that I go and see movies with that bring their stupid baby, stop doing that. Lee hates kids. Stop doing that. Well, if they would just not cry, it wouldn't be a problem. But what are babies known for? Crying. Eating. Oh. Don't bring them. No. Not for eating. I think, they're for, I think they're known for not eating when they're supposed to. But don't bring your babies to movie theaters. Why would you do that? But I think, I think if you... To me, just in my personal experience of watching a movie with friends, you know, in someone's living room, people are going to talk, which is in, in, just in, inevitable, you know. But I think Quiet Place is the exception to that. We should, I, I really do. Let's do a I, test. I, let's I let's, let's test this. Let's put this. Let's put some science on this. From my experience, because I the only times I have watched this were with 10 plus people in the room for a Quiet Place. And I feel like the movie just dictates that you cannot talk. Like, it's not like you can talk and people are still watching the movie. It's like, if you talk, you know you're interrupting the movie. I and believe people, you. I'm people, just surprised. The thing is, people will also look at people that talk in this movie with a glare that says, you should shut up. <laughs> More than they will any other movie. Any other movie, I feel like people kind of like try to like hide it. Like, a quick glance over and then they go back to watching the movie. But Quiet Place, if someone starts talking... Because it ruins the entire movie. Rightfully more, so. More than any other movie. Rightfully so. They should be shamed, yes. I feel like the shame is so quick that they do not talk the rest of the movie. 
Interesting. Okay. And and this has happened multiple times that you've yeah, seen Quiet Yeah, times. Because I, like I said, I've never seen this one in the theaters. Interesting. Two I have. But this one I have not. And it's always been quiet. Maybe someone talks at the very beginning, but then they get the death stares. Okay. Okay. Pure pressure. It's mm. good. Sometimes. All the time. Well... That's a story for another day. But thanks for coming to this episode of Streamathon. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we talked about a lot of movies this week. So hope you, if we miss one, please let us know. We'll bring it up on the next one. Thanks.